0: Uh, we'll call this meeting to order. For the record keeper's purposes, the commissioners present are Hinch, Wade, Craig, Elliott, Townsend, and Padrone. And if Commissioner Science comes in during the meeting, we'll announce his presence. Next item on the agenda is public discussion of any item not on the agenda. If there's anybody participating or present in this meeting, would like to address the commission on something that is not on tonight's agenda. Now is your opportunity. Anybody have anything they'd like to bring to our attention? Seeing no one going up to the lectern, we'll go on to the next item. Under development items, first one is item number four, case number VAC23-0001. Location is Grand Avenue Court right-of-way. This is an application for a vacation of approximately 5,129 square feet of the Grand Avenue Court public right-of-way to incorporate it into the University of Iowa's planned redevelopment of the area. And Ann.
1: Yes, thank you Chair. Members of the Commission, Ann Russett with Neighborhood and Development Services. As the Chair mentioned, this is a proposed vacation that was submitted by the University of Iowa. We have a map here that shows the location of the proposed right-of-way vacation. Um, It's identified here in the dotted white dashed boundary. You have Grand Avenue to the north, so you have Slater Hall here the university hospitals further west, the law building to the east. The portion that um, is below the proposed uh, vacation was actually vacated in 2002. This is a zoning map um, that all of the land surrounding the proposed uh, area to be vacated is owned by the university, it's all zoned P2. When evaluating vacations, there are several criteria that we look at, so I'm going to go through them one by one. Uh, The first is related to the impact on pedestrian and vehicular access and circulation. As you can see from the aerial, there are no sidewalks along the Grand Avenue Court right-of-way, which makes it undesirable for walking. The southern portion of the of the right of way, as I mentioned, was already uh, vacated in 2002. It's not open to regular traffic. It does provide access for some university vehicles and emergency services. Um, the, the area that uh, the university is re- requesting to be vacated does provide the only access for some of the buildings on Grand Avenue Court that you can see here. Um, based on information from the university, these buildings will be vacant by June 1st and uh, the University does have plans to redevelop the area and um, those buildings and the proposed vacation would be included in that area to be redeveloped. The next criteria is related to impact on emergency and utility vehicle access and circulation. Um, uh, Based on conversations with the fire department, they would like an access easement to ensure adequate fire and emergency protection um, prior to the vacation of this right-of-way. That easement would be released upon approval by the city fire department at a later date. There are also some utilities within the right-of-way, which I'll uh, I'll touch on in a a few minutes here. The next criteria is related to the impact on access and adjacent private properties. As I mentioned, there's no private properties that adjoin uh, the proposed vacation area. It's all owned by the university. The next criteria is related to the desirability of the right-of-way for access or circulation needs. Um, Grand Avenue Court uh, provides very limited connectivity to the rest of the street network. As I um, mentioned, a portion of it is already vacated and staff determined that there's no need to maintain the right-of-way for access and circulation needs. In terms of location of utilities and other easements or restrictions on the property, staff did reach out to private utility companies, and based on um, contact from them and also information from the University of Iowa, uh, Lumen, MidAmerican, and Mediacom have existing utilities in the the right-of-way. There's also a city water line located within the right-of-way. So that city water line must be abandoned and a new line must be established, uh, subject to review and approval by the city engineer. Or an easement must be established prior to the vacation of the right-of-way. Private utility lines must also either be relocated, removed, or an easement established. And the last criteria is any other relevant factors pertaining to the specific requested vacation and staff finds that there are none. Staff recommends approval of VAC 23-0001, a vacation of the northern one-third portion of Grand Avenue Court subject to an access easement for fire and emergency protection, private utility easements, um, and a city waterline easement in forms approved by the city attorney's office. In in terms of next steps, upon recommendation from the Planning and Zoning Commission, this will go to the City Council for review. Um, We would set a public hearing potentially on March 21st, and the public hearing would be on April 4th. And um, that concludes my presentation. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Any questions for staff
1: by members of the commission?
2: I just got one
1: quick question. In 2002,
2: did they only request the Southern portion?
1: I I believe so, yes.
0: Any additional questions? Seeing no questions, we'll go ahead and open the public hearing. If there's anybody who'd like to speak on this application that's a member of the public, now's your opportunity. Opportunity, I can speak.
3: Good evening. Uh, my name is David Keft. I'm the University Business Manager and the Director of uh, Universities Real Estate Planning and Development. Um, happy to answer any questions that the um, council of the commission may have. Um, As Ann said, the southern portion of this property was vacated um, over 20 years ago. And um, we were, when we started looking at the redevelopment of this area, I I think most people assumed the whole street had been vacated. We don't really have any records of why half the street was vacated and half wasn't at the time. This is part of an overall um, master plan for the hospital area. Um, As you may be aware, the hospital is going to be constructing a new bed tower uh, in the next uh, couple of years. There's several enabling projects to make way for that, including a new academic building, which will be in this general area. That building will house our top rated um, Department of Communication Sciences and Disorders, uh, the top rated physical therapy program out of the Carver College of Medicine, and our most popular undergraduate major program in Health and Human Physiology. It's about a 260,000 square foot um, building that will be erected in this general area um, starting this, uh, this summer. So but I'm happy to answer any questions. The homes that you see on the, the property or on both sides of the street there have not been used as residential property in decades. They're university offices um, well past their useful life. There's no historic significance to them and the, the occupants of those homes are all being relocated to um, other university offices and mentioned the utilities that are, are located cities engineering and public works um staff are part of our project planning team and we're working through all those um relocating the the various easements mid will be removing the uh, poles that go through there and and so there won't be a need for um those services the only the only services provided by any of the utilities are for those those homes. There's no sort of pass-through utilities that connect one part of sort of that part of town to, to another part. They're just service lines into each of the individual um, homes. Some of them haven't mid and I think Lumen is the other one. They haven't actually been used to service any of those, those homes in, in a decade or more. But happy to answer any questions.
0: Uh, David, Grand Avenue Court hasn't been open for general traffic for decades, is that Correct. C-
3: correct. It's more of an alley. If you were to drive it now, you, if you're going up Grand Avenue towards the field house and the hospital, you almost don't know there's a left turn you can make there. It's a very narrow street, almost two cars. It's technically two ways, but two cars really can't even pass each other with going up on some of the, the grass that's there. So I um, have
4: driven it on football Saturdays. Yeah.
5: Well, you scofflaw, you.
4: Many years ago. <laughs> I'm sure
0: that
6: you know. <laughs> it's
4: <all> okay now.
0: <laughs> so um, if this vacation is approved, the road will be removed completely and it'll just be redeveloped as some other property, correct? Exactly. So to be yep. There
3: there's several large trees um, that are to the east that's sort of on that embankment across from the law school. All of those will be preserved. There's some large oaks. Those will all be, all be preserved as well. The trees that will be coming out are are sort of the, the um, non-essential trees that are sort of in the backyards of those homes and things like that.
0: Any questions for David from members of the commission? Thanks, David. Thank you. Anyone else like to speak on this application? Second call for anybody to speak out on this application. Seeing none, we'll close the public hearing. Could I have a motion on this application?
4: So, we we'll- Second.
0: Motion by Padrone, second by Craig. Discussion?
7: I, I support the, the approval of the application. Okay.
0: Any discussion from anybody? Seeing no discussion, we'll go ahead and call the, the question. All those in favor of this application signify by saying aye. 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 Those opposed signify by saying nay. Hearing no nays, the motion is approved six to zero. Thank you, David. Next item up is case number, is item number five, case number REZ23-0002. Location is east of Mormon Track Boulevard along Grace Drive. This is an application for a rezoning of approximately 13 acres of land from commercial office zone to com- to intensive commercial zone. And, and Parker, Parker.
6: Good Good evening, Parker Walsh, and as the chair mentioned, tonight I'll be going over a rezoning for an application of approximately 13 acres of land from commercial office zone to intensive commercial. Shown here, we have an aerial of the property um, with really the only existing development being the PIP and Edward Jones building, as well as existing dealerships across Mormon Trek. Next we have the zoning map, Um, to the west and to the south is primarily CI1 zoning, to the north is neighborhood public zone which is occupied by the airport and then unincorporated to the east. I'm going to go over a few images from the property, first looking north along Mormon Shrek and Grace Drive you can see the existing development here that houses PIP as well as some dealerships along Mormon Trek. Looking east from this location, there's the airport in the background and this is just the view across the subject property. Next looking southeast, there's a view of the existing um, property across Dane Road and then looking directly south, you can see more dealerships along Mormon Trek. Looking northwest from a different um, location of the subject property, you can see Mormon Trek lined with those dealerships, as well as PIP over on the corner of Mormon Trek and Grace. And then looking east from this location, we have um, the existing property across Dane Road in a cell tower, as well as Eagle View Drive here. A little bit of background on the property, in 2005, Uh, the subject property was platted for four commercial lots and an outlot. In 2006, PIP received a special exception for printing purposes. In 2007, the subject property was replatted to include four more lots where the outlot used to be for a total of eight lots. And also in 2007, the subject property was rezoned from intensive commercial to commercial office. Every zoning um, back to the initial CI1 zone would not interfere with the approved special exception for PIP. The current zoning is commercial office zone, which is primarily used for office functions, compatible business and business some apartments and can serve as a buffer from residential and more intensive or industrial uses. As previously mentioned, the property located directly north is the airport, which is neighborhood public zone. And the airport has its own zoning regulations as well. And subject, the property would be subject to the transitional overlay zone with the following additional restrictions. Lots north of Grace Drive will have additional height restrictions and future development can be expected to be no taller than what was approved for PIP, which is approximately 18 feet. Um, Just note, that's not an exact number. Any future development on these lots would need to be reviewed um, by the FAA and the airport, and that could be adjusted. The proposed zoning is for intensive commercial zone, and its primary purpose is to provide areas for those sales and service functions and businesses whose operations are typically outdoor storage and display, repair and sales of um, vehicles, outdoor commercial amusement and rec activities and um, since the time of 2013 the CI1 zone has been updated to have more uses available looking at those uses now we have the existing zoning here in the middle and the proposed intensive commercial here on the right you can see in this area right here that a rezoning to CI1 would allow for more retail uses primarily as well as eating and drinking establishments while not losing the ability for office use. Um, Looking further down our list of uses, we can see that the property if it rezoned to CI1 would also allow for more industrial uses. The comprehensive plan identifies the subject property suitable for office, commercial and public semi-public use, but the district plan and the neighborhood principles support the rezoning. The Southwest Central District plan identifies the property as suitable for intensive or highway commercial or office park and commercial park. A rezoning would also fit in with the intention of the South Central District plan by providing a mixture of commercial uses in this major commercial area. And the neighborhood design principle that supports this would be quality infill. In two thousand seven, the rezoning from CI one to C O one was intended for to allow for more development opportunities. But over time, um, CI one has been updated to allow more uses and the existing C O one is actually more limited than the C I one zone is today. The South Central District Plan notes that intensive commercial or office commercial uses on the east side of Mormon Trek Boulevard would be most compatible with the city airport and residential uses should be minimized in this area. The property to the west and south as well as along highway one to the north are already zoned CI1. And although there's no development proposed at this time, if this were to be rezoned CI1, the property would fall in line with the same zoning code standards as much of the surrounding properties. Existing lots will be required to access through Grace Drive shown here, Eagle Drive, and Dane Road, and no permitted access will be allowed off of Mormon Trek. The existing parcel of land located along Dane Road shown right about here was vacated in 2006 and that was due to the um, the city purchasing more land to the north um, to be used by the airport. And this image on the right shows what it was in 2006. So this portion was vacated for airport runway purposes. Staff recommends as the condition of the rezoning that the previously vacated parcel to be dedicated to the city as right of way staff has received three pieces actually of correspondence the latest should be in front of you now received by pip and the general concerns are related to potential future park plans for the property located at 4120 dane road southeast as well as ci1 land uses staff recommends approval of rez23-0002 Proposed to rezone approximately 13 acres, located east of Mormon Trek Boulevard, along Grace Drive from commercial office zone to intensive commercial zone, subject to the following condition. Prior to issuance of a building permit, the owner shall dedicate to the city without compensation, right of way along Dane Road Boulevard. Upon recommendation from the Planning and Zoning Commission, a public hearing will be scheduled to, or for consideration by the council and this timeline actually should be updated. It should be March 21st, council sets public hearing, and April 4th, council public hearing in first consideration. That concludes the presentation, and I'll turn it over to the commission.
0: Thank you, Parker. Uh, Now is the opportunity for staff, um, commission members to ask questions of staff. I have a couple for you, Parker. So in 2007, this was rezoned from CI1 to CO1, and this is a rezoning back from CO1 to CI1, correct? Correct. And then everything to the west is already CI1, correct? Correct. Okay.
8: Why was there not a good neighbor uh,
6: meeting? I can't speak on that. I'm not sure it was suggested, but I'm not sure.
0: any members of the commission have questions
4: has there been conversations the issue of the park has come up have, has people have you had any input from the park people
1: um parks the parks and rec department is aware of the rezoning um you know that this the area currently isn't a park it may be a future park um, there, there was no, uh, I guess, opposition from Parks and Rec for staff recommending approval.
0: Okay. I guess following up on that, my understanding is this is bequeathed to the Iowa Natural Heritage Foundation so city has no ownership of this in the future. Something would have to occur in the future from Iowa Natural Heritage Foundation for the city to have any control over this property?
1: Um, you know, honestly, that's not 100% clear to me if someone from the um, residents maybe could, could speak to that, who, who would ultimately have ownership. Um, I think the intent is for it to eventually go to the city.
0: Okay. All right, thank you very much. Any further questions?
2: Um, I got a question regarding uh, the airport transition overlay. Does that have any implications to lighting or the height of lights or the brightness?
6: I'm not exactly sure of all of the regulations by the airport, but any development would be reviewed by the airport and FAA to ensure that everything is in compliance and there's no issues with what the airport requires.
0: Seeing no further questions, we'll go ahead and open the public hearing. Now is the opportunity for members to, uh, members of the public to speak in this application. I'd ask if you come forward to please state your name and uh, write your name and address down on the log sheet. And please limit your comments to five minutes or less and we will be timing people. And if people have second comments they want to make, we have to wait till everybody has spoken for the first time. And then you'll have two minutes for the second time around. So would anybody like, to, we'll start first with the applicant or the applicant's representative. Go ahead and come forward.
5: <laughs> My name is Dave Larson, and I'm representing. I have an interest in the property uh, but I also am representing uh, the uh, buyers and the sellers of the property okay. as well. I do have uh, a couple maps here being a little more showing the diagram of uh, the capacity of CI went currently which wasn't
0: yet. Yeah, uh, limit your comments to behind the microphone please. Go ahead and give those to staff and they can circulate them. Thank you.
5: And also, uh, any question in regard to your question
0: to yep. the airport?
5: So, um, what is in the pink is already CI1. Just so you know, and what we're going for, and I don't know if that was made clear, how much is CI1 over there right now, currently along Mormon Trek. <clears throat> the purple is the 13 acres that trying to be rezoned back, back to the uh, original zone that we had for it. And we switched at that time mainly because of PIP Printing, and I think in the notes, you make mention of that, PIP printing, uh, needed an office zone, but now they're willing to go back. And I think you got a letter to that effect. They're willing to go back to the CI1 zone. So I think they were asked at the time to uh, go to the CO1, but now uh, everybody's okay with having it go back to CI1. And so PIP was a major thing. In regard to uh, the airport, that imaginary line that goes out from the airport uh, clear zone, uh, we have probably in around 26 feet to build a building and not 14 or 16. So there's enough there. And I think uh, uh, Pip's, PIP printing is, how tall did you uh, say?
6: Um, the elevation showed it was about 18 feet
5: 18 feet so uh, we have plenty enough feet there and that's what before we even get into maybe leveling out the, the land a little bit more so that's not a concern to
0: to us in that just to clarify so the the line demarcated as 750 and the one is 760 that's right. feet away from the airport some no, zone? that is elevation the height so it's the elevation Of this right imaginary there. Okay.
5: Uh, le- line. And so you can see the smaller, smaller numbers
0: there, which is the elevation of the dirt. Okay, also oh, it's the topographic map right. height plus the elevation right. of the proposed building. Right. Thank you. So we have plenty of room
5: there to uh, put a building there. Also, this is uh, not Billion Auto. This is Mormon Trek properties, which is different than uh, Billion Auto. And their use could be a car dealership, or it could be other commercial properties. They're considering all. There is a transition taking place with Billion Auto, in which they're being bought out, and the new owner is more willing to put it into a commercial than than Billion was. So this is in the process, and so um, that takes care of that, I think. But. Um, anyway, do you have any questions per chance?
0: I have a question, Dave. I, sure. li- I note on the staff report under applicant slash owners, it lists um, three different Dane family members as owners. Yes. and That's George, excuse me, John Dane's uh, children. Okay. John has passed and... Uh, so those three people are at least we could assume are supportive of this application? Yes. All right, thank you. Yes. Uh, anyone else like to speak? Please come up. Oh,
9: so they get five minutes oh that was after. a test. Uh, good afternoon my name is dan teat and i own pit printing with my wife it's on the corner of grace drive and mormon track we bought two acres up there approximately 2005 and built the building in 2007 and i think if I remember right back when we bought it it was ci1 then we changed it to co1 so we would fit in and where we were on both sides of uh, grace drive was changed we expected in the last uh since 2007, the place to be full of CO1 tenants. Since that time frame, we're the only building up there. There's been nothing else built. There's some talk about it things like that. So the, the area has been kind of just a dead spot of redevelopment, I think probably because of the zoning, because it is somewhat limited. So we would recommend uh, that it gets changed to uh, CI1, and our area gets changed also. we would approve the zoning request. Thank you, Dan. Go
0: ahead. Oh, Dan, did you sign in when you... Thank you. The
10: sign-in sheet seems to be missing.
0: Hey, Dave walked off with it. Dave, did you walk <laughs> off with the sign-in sheet? <laughs> I
9: is over. <laughs> <laughs> so <don't> blame me. <laughs> yeah,
8: <I'm sorry.
9: laughs> I so, so
10: <laughs> Thank you, sir. Uh, Good evening, Uh, my name is Dennis Mitchell. I'm a trust officer at Midwest One Bank and I'm here on behalf of the George R. Dane Family Trust. uh, One of the assets owned by the uh, Dane Family Trust is approximately 17 and a half acres of land just east of the uh, proposed area to be rezoned. Uh, The 17 acres is up on a hill, Uh, it's got a beautiful view. Uh, Under the terms of the trust agreement, uh, the land is to uh, eventually be uh, donated to the Iowa National Heritage uh, Foundation for use as a park for the uh, city of Iowa City. And so uh, I know over the years there have been conversations uh, by George Dane and his family uh, with both the the park and recs department uh, as well as the Iowa National Heritage Foundation. And I I, I believe the Iowa National Heritage Foundation did send a letter uh, with regard to the current uh, rezoning request. So uh, on behalf of the trust, our um, Concern about a more uh, intensive uh, commercial zone, as pointed out, this would allow uh, large uh, large equipment, uh, vehicles, uh, likely there would be a lot more uh, noise and light uh, pollution. Uh, there are additional uh, uses permitted within the uh, commercial intensive zone uh, that we don't think would be appropriate or conducive to be close by a park. Uh, again, you know, in the future, we think this will be a real asset uh, to the community—a beautiful area that uh, people will be able to use. Uh, and so, for that reason, uh, the trust uh, uh, is opposed to the current uh, rezoning request. So, be uh, happy to try to answer any questions. I got you two have. two questions for you, Dennis. Sure. Um, do you know, off the top of your head, what year that trust agreement was finalized? So it, uh, it's been amended and restated uh, over the years. So the most recent uh, version, I believe, was done in 2007. I don't have it in front of me, but I believe uh, originally uh, George uh, began working on it uh, maybe around 2000, and uh, it was in that time frame when he initially began having conversations, I believe, with the city parks department. Okay.
0: And- um, when this eventually happens where um, it may become a city park we're really waiting until the grandchildren when they when they don't have interest or when they die what's what's the what's the trigger
10: yeah uh, so there there is a life estate for the uh, the children and grandchildren uh, realistically um, now there are certain uh, restrictions as well that come with that there's a duty to maintain it and so uh, Probably not. Um, realistically, uh, probably the the future uses of park is going to come sooner than later. Uh, I would say, just you know, a lot of the grandchildren have, you know, already have their own lives now. Again, they they would have the opportunity to be able to to use it potentially, uh, or live there. But uh, re- realistically, uh, it's probably going to be sooner than later uh, when this this area would be available for a park. So. I, know I, I can't give you an exact okay, time then frame. I won't yeah. ask you that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: Any Sorry. questions for Dennis? Yeah. All right, you, sir.
2: I got okay. a quick question oh, for you. Sure, for you. yep. Um, can you help me understand uh, Dane? Like, I'm familiar with the Dane family, but George Dane versus, mm-hmm. is it George and John? Were brothers? Yep,
10: so uh, uh, John is George's brother, and so I think some of the applicants are the uh, children of John. Yep. So I do have... Um, uh some of George's families here today, and some of them uh, may make a few comments as well so, I'm to yeah, Appreciate sure, sure, yep, yeah. thank you very much yep, yeah. thanks for your time All right. thanks.
11: Well, it looks like I should have started my name with a D because there's David, David, Dan, and Dennis. oh no. <laughs> <laughs> We like alliteration, so. Well, I'll, uh, I'll use my last name. There you my go. F- <laughs> so my name is Jane Driscoll, and I am a uh, resident of Iowa City. And I am um, the eldest granddaughter of George and Marge Dane who uh, have their estate owning 4120 Dane Road Southeast that we've been discussing. It is immediately across uh, to the east from the 13 acre uh, parcel under review for rezoning. Uh, I'm joined by my mother and her brother and his wife here and there may be further comments uh, coming from them. In uh, in addition to our family residence that was built on that hilltop in 1948, our property has apple orchards, grape grape vines, flowering trees and bushes, walnut and oak trees, farm crops, and other amenities. Just two days ago, we saw four deer walk across Eagle View uh, making their way to find Uh, some feed and oftentimes the freeze and thaw creates puddles in our uh, on our driveway and they like to drink out of those we've observed. Our hilltop rises approximately 100 feet above the airport giving magnificent views in all directions. From the high hill where the house sits, one can look out to the northeast and see downtown Iowa City, City High School, the Iowa City Airport, and to the east, across the river valley, Lone Tree, West Liberty, and on south to hills. To the west and southwest, you can see the rolling hills of the Iowa Prairie. We know that this has been a a vista for generations, even prior to our our presence there, because we've found arrowheads as the fields have been turned. And have dug into the history of those. From the hilltop, you can see fireworks from four or five different communities. In fact, I've often talked about getting a swivel chair so that I can spin around and see them all instead of having to turn my head uh, around to uh, to see the other side. The sunrises are as beautiful as the sunsets, and this is the last sizeable open area close to Iowa City that's un- unencumbered by trees and buildings. My grandfather believed that we are tenders of this land for a short time. The land was a gift to us, and we must be mindful of its care. These vistas are unique, and they belong to everyone, not just a few. With foresight of generations to come, over 20 years ago, this property was dedicated to become a park so that the sledding hills and beautiful vistas will remain for the world to enjoy. The gift of the 17.5 acre park to the citizens of Iowa City and Johnson County is in an effort to preserve the beautiful views of what is this last open hilltop in this area. We envision the park to be used by family picnics, flying kites, band concerts, frisbee, People of all ages can come and enjoy the outdoors all year round. The City has been aware of this designation and has documentation reflecting these plans. We have previously addressed both the Planning and Zoning Commission and the City Council three times on this topic, expressing the need for conscious pre-planning for adjacent property uses that will be compatible with a park. However, the intended future use of our property has not been reflected in the South Central District future land scenario maps. With the future park in mind, and this will be a park, we look to the west across Dane Road and see the property that we're talking about. We realize that something's gonna go there. We understand that. We are not so unrealistic to think that the property will remain undeveloped forever. Uh, That being said, we encourage you to think about what might be the best scenario for both the current and future use of our property and the future park. We understand that there may be a potential for a car dealership to go there. That's one of the uses that's allowed with the proposed zone. Uh, That's also very attractive to uh, the dealer that's immediately across the street. I'm sorry? Could you wrap it up? You bet. Thank you. Uh, I will clarify one point that the, CI, the CO zone uh, was, was previously uh, uh, applied because the University of Iowa was looking at putting a medical clinic there, which could be considered compatible with a park within, with the folks that would visit it during, its, during and in between um, their appointments. The rezoning review criteria lists consistency with comprehensive plan. Well, that makes sense because it's not designated as a park in the comprehensive plan. Compatibility with existing neighborhood character with quality infill. Well, I think quality is a little bit subjective and uh, we'd like to have quality infill too, um, something that's compatible with a park. And it does matter what is put on the adjacent properties when you're planning for the future i could go on um, we have had experience with an intensive use be right across the street with lighting noise pollution trash with unloading of, of car carriers on the adjacent streets and staff uh, employees parking on eagle view and grace for a number of years now the aerial photo actually. If you look in, zone, zoom into it, can see that. So I just wanted to wrap up and also make kind of a, a, a comment here that even your Iowa City Police Department often parks down on Eagle View, looking out toward the airport and has their lunch. We drive by, is everything okay? Yep, just taking a break. So um, it is used uh, for uh, tranquility. We know that uh, commissions, councils, and property owners change over time. Therefore, including, including the thought process and documentation needed to pass this on, this information is really important because literally this is the third city council and third planning and zoning commission and the staff has also turned over that we've had this conversation with. I would appreciate and welcome you to come out to the site and see what this park will be like and that you can see where future generations can enjoy this space. At your earliest convenience, please let us know and we'd be glad to host you. Thank you, Jane. Can I answer any questions? Thank you.
12: Good evening. I am uh, Bob Dane second oldest to George and Marge Dane And I live in Iowa City Let me start just with uh, a notes from my father from 1999 and it was regarding the uh, What was going to happen to Mormon Trek Boulevard when they expanded it from where it was on the north side of highway one to the south if you can see the original and it was actually recommended by uh, their uh, earth tech people. It was gonna come from grace, almost follow that red line, it's now a fence line, and come down to Mormon Trek that way. It was gonna be within 100 feet of the house in the calf shed. And when they finally came out and looked at it, the city people came out and looked at it, they didn't realize there was a 40-foot cut in Dane Road which they would have had to fill in and put another cut next to it. So they were, uh, with our uh, observations and input, they put Mormon Trek down where it is now, which is 90% of it east of uh, Dane Road, was a right-of-way for the county since I was a rugrat, rat. So, <clears throat> anyway, this is from my dad in 1999. It is interesting that there are many laws, rules, regulations for the protection of wetlands, historic sites from the past, and the habitat of endangered species. Economic factors tend to preserve and protect from dislocation established commercial enterprises. But there is very little designed to protect and and, uh, preserve locales from which the beauty of nature can be observed and enjoyed. Perhaps this is because Iowa has so many places of scenic beauty. However, they are fast disappearing. There are few places in and around Iowa City where the beauty of the Iowa River Valley can still be observed and enjoyed. The beauty of the landscape is a gift from our creator. However, these are fast disappearing. Uh, Excuse me. Uh, The beauty of the landscape is the gift from our creator. The opportunity to enjoy it was our gift from Harold and Ethel Dane, my grandparents. They had the foresight to acquire this farm 95 years ago. They bought it in 1928 and pass it on for us to enjoy. That is still, uh, that we can still in, uh, be enjoyed is due to the f- fact that neither Harold nor Ethel nor we succumbed to the pleas of the developers. If any of us were interested in the quick dollars that come from subdividing the farm. Subdividing, the farm long ago would have been filled with houses. It has never seemed right that this gift of beauty and and the gift of its enjoyment should be converted to personal economic gain. Not all inheritances are measured in dollars. It seems to us that the best inheritance we can pass on to our grandchildren and those who follow would be the continued opportunity to enjoy this place of beauty. And that was from nineteen ninety-nine. And the question, to answer uh, Michael's question, uh, and I take, not offense, but uh, note that it's not a potential park. We've known that this was going to be a park in the future long before Dad finally codified it with the trust department. We talked about it in in the 90s, and I... Uh, When we went through this discussion a few years ago, there was an article that had been published in the press citizen Described the future of Dane Park uh, on that hill It right now um, My wife and I would be next in line to uh, Move to the property. We have no interest in that Uh, our next move will be someplace smaller (laughs) on Benton Street probably but anyway um, knowing Uh, my daughters and where they are established knowing my nieces and nephews where they're established knowing my brother in des moines where he's established my sister doesn't want to admit it but when she finds needs time to go to oak knoll uh, that's when and when she is vacated that's when the property through the trust will go to the uh iowa heritage foundation and they will roll it back to the city to operate as a park there's some caveats that that Dennis can tell you about dad did have the foresight you wonder what's what's that tower doing in the park well he knew that when it became a park maintenance of that park by the city might cause some problems the rental from the tower will go to the city to help defer the maintenance on the Dane Family Park been five minutes, Bob, if you would wrap it up, please. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> I am opposed to the changing the, the uh, zoning. We are not opposed to development of that area as long as it's beneficial and harmless to the neighborhood. And I was curious when I read the proposal for tonight why the party chose not to use the good neighbor policy and have not had discussions with the neighborhood representatives. Um, <clears throat> from your, what you said earlier, the new zoning would allow Heartland Express to come down from North Liberty and establish a small, similar or smaller facility on that 13 acres. Last year, excuse me, in the proposal it says there's nothing planned right at the moment. Uh, Last year, I saw a rezoning sign on the small four acres that Billion was interested in when they first came to Iowa City. I asked the salesman of Billion, what was that for? He said, oh, yes, we just recently acquired the Subaru line. So looking around, I wondered where they'd put it, because they are landlocked. Maybe now we know what they have in mind. Thank you. Thank you, Bob. Questions? No, sir. Okay. Well, that's good or bad, but thank you.
1: <laughs> I'm not aware of any agreement between the city, you know, any written agreement between the city and the trust that um, would contain the provisions that he just spoke to. Dennis might be more, you know, in a better position to speak to that, but I'm not aware of of that arrangement that was just described. So.
0: Anyone else like to address the commission? Janet? Anyone else? Everybody have their first time around first before we have any second time arounds? Has everybody spoken for the first time? Okay, it looks like we've gone through our first time. Anybody like to come up for the second time? Yes. Dennis, go ahead. And
10: then we'll do you, Dave, after the, after Dennis. Uh, thanks, yeah, just uh, briefly in follow-up to uh, Sarah's point, uh, be happy to provide a copy of the trust language uh, that provides the provisions with regard to the park. I don't, uh, I'm not aware there's uh, any formal separate written agreement between the parks department and uh, the trust, but there's sp- specific language in the, the trust that does provide for this land uh, to be used for a park, uh, for the Iowa City uh, Parks and Recreation Department. So and that's, it. again, that's what I'd be happy to provide. All right, thank you. So, thanks. Dave? You? Go ahead, Dave.
12: Well, okay. In the past week, I have had a couple discussions with Tyler Baird. From the parks and rec department and he is aware and they have received letters from the national heritage trust they have a heritage trust regarding the park and the fact that it will take place and it will happen and um so they are aware of it thank you
0: thank you dave oh for the minute purposes uh, that was bob dane again
5: uh, Dave Larson again. Uh, If you go back to this map that I showed you, uh, the yellow is um, George's property. And then just to the north, in green, is John's property. And I I agree with these guys. Uh, It's a beautiful hill, has an awesome view. But right now, all the view is mostly to the east and to the south. And uh, the property that we're talking about is, uh, is not going to block their view uh, at all as far as the, uh, the quality of the view. That I've been up there with John Dane sitting in his picnic table. And uh, there was nothing more fun to sit there, watch planes land, beautiful.
0: And uh, anyway, just a little input. All right, Thank you very much. Anyone else like a second opportunity? I
7: have, I have a question because I'm a little confused. So like what he was just saying. Who are you
0: asking it of, Dave? What? Who are you asking
5: it yeah,
7: of? Yeah, yeah, Dave. Dave. So the the property in the trust is the one in yellow, right? Yes. Okay. That's
5: correct. Yeah. And then to the uh, east and to the north is the farm, and then beyond that is the airport surrounded by the airport. And there's a creek. And I don't know if they're going to uh, have a dike system go in there because there's a wetlands down on this green area about a a third of that green is in wetlands because yeah. so the on.
0: creek's actually on the airport property, is it not?
5: Uh, to the uh, yes, to the east of that green is the airport property there, but there's a creek that runs through there, and at one time they were going to uh, burn that up to get rid of the uh, floodplain. But we aren't talking
4: that's... about the green property right now.
5: I I what?
4: We're not talking no, about. No,
5: we're just talking right. about the yellow. Right. So, the pink is already yeah. CI1. Right. And the purple, uh, we will not at all infringe upon their view there.
0: Anybody else for a second time around? Third time? Nope, no thirds. <laughs> <laughs> this is twice well, I'm gonna only. hang here for a while then. <laughs> all right, anybody else for a second? Seeing no one else coming up for a second opportunity, we'll close the public hearing. Is there a motion on this application? So moved. Motion by Townsend. Is there a second? A second. Second by Padrone. Discussion? Bill, you made the motion, so you get to go first for discussion.
8: Um, I really don't
7: have any more to add. I think they've
8: covered most of it. Maria?
7: No, I support this application like the city recommended.
0: Yeah. um, I'll go ahead and go. I support this application. Um, um, It seems pretty clear to me that this was CI1 while this trust agreement was being developed and so it was aware this is what the zoning was. The zoning around it is CI1. I just don't um, I I love that the Danes are, are, this is going to be a natural, well it's it's an ag area now, but it's going to go into a city park. And uh, but I don't see how things have really changed since the trust agreement was originally envisioned. Actually, it's exactly what it was at the time. So I support this application. Further discussion?
11: I support the
4: application. I, um, I love that it's going to be a park and I appreciate that. I'm thankful for that. But it doesn't seem to me like we can hold hostage and I'm not sure that's the right term to use but I don't feel like we can um, not permit development of the of the surrounding land um, because of the park Susan uh, um, I support the application too but I do have a question about um, screening or something you know with vegetation and you know I know I'm not I'm not so far into that that I would probably pro- propose an amendment or something, but the, there is a step where, as the de- as the development plans come along, the city gets to review them, or and it, and you could add that in there or no,
1: not no. If we received a a site plan application, we would review it to the standards in the code, the CI1 standards. And what do
4: they say about screening or?
1: Um, Screening, screening, what exactly?
4: So if you were in the park, you would look, I'm trying to think of how the, I drove out there today, the elevation, you're sort of looking back up the hill um, at things, but so there'd be a row of trees or shrubs or something along there instead of whatever. You know, trucks.
1: I, I, um, Parker may be able to speak to this better than I do, but there, the code does have some screening standards. But um, it's typically to adjacent residential or maybe um, a public right of way. Um, oftentimes, those screening standards are for you know multifamily zones. There is some standards within the commercial zones. Um, but uh, I I can't speak to the exact standards.
0: Anything else, Susan?
4: Well, I would just say that I think, I agree, it was that, we're putting it back to that. And you can think of some things that, that perhaps to you would be less attractive to be there, but I can think of some things that would be very attractive to be there. You know, a restaurant is allowed. You know, a restaurant near a park overlooking the airport, how great is that? So um, I'm gonna support the application.
0: Chad?
2: Uh, so I, I did have a question uh, along the screening. Uh, so uh, a typical commercial has additional setback and screening when it pairs up to residential zoning. Because the neighboring land is not residential zoned, uh, does that not apply in this scenario?
1: I believe it's zoned ag in the county, so it wouldn't apply, yeah. Any further discussion?
5: I can add to that. We did have
0: an applicant. We're done with the public hearing. Thank you. Any further discussion? Seeing no discussion, we'll call the question. All those in favor of approving this application signify by saying aye. 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 Those opposed signify by saying nay. Hearing no nays, the motion is approved 6 0. Next item on the agenda is item number six consideration of meeting minutes from February 15th, 2023. Does anybody have any major additions or corrections to these minutes as they stand or as they're printed? I was awful vocal. <laughs> <laughs> Is that good or is that bad? (laughs) Is there a motion for approving the minutes? So
6: So move.
0: Motion by Townsend, second second by Elliot. Elliot. (laughs) Discussion? Seeing no discussion, all those in favor of approving the uh, minutes from February 15th, please signify by saying aye. 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 Those opposed, signify by saying nay. Hearing no nays, the motion is approved 6 0. (laughs) Item number seven planning and zoning information.
1: Um, one update from the last City Council meeting. If you remember reviewing the rezoning and preliminary plat application for Cardinal Heights which is off of uh, Camp Cardinal, Cardinal Boulevard. Um, their final plat was approved um, at the last meeting.
0: Interestingly, you know, I've been doing this for eight years, eight and a half years. I've reserved more comments about that than anything else. <laughs> I think it's probably because the signs there and more people drive by it, but oh. I just found that interesting. That, even more people have asked that than me. Any planning and zoning information, comments or questions for um, members of the
8: question? Interesting article on the Forest View area in the paper this week. Oh. Um, I don't know if you read it, it was I did in not um, Press Wednesdays. Yeah. I think
1: that's the one I sent to you and Danielle. Yeah.
8: Yeah. No? Um, and it just talked about the clearing <laughs> the lot and giving um, stipends to each of the families yep. that were there and at this point there still isn't anything going into that, except it's, they've cleared it out now. Yeah. So uh, has, is anything now going to happen? Again, this is that whole group of affordable housing pieces that we don't have that there's no plans no plans for.
0: Haven't the plans expired at this point?
1: The plans have expired, yeah. And we haven't received any new applications. But
0: Well, we did learn something, though. That Anne doesn't read Sarah's email. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Right>. Real nice.
4: <laughs> well, I would say that that I thought it was a very um, forward-thinking step for the city to step in and help relocate those people and give them some assistance into affordable housing. That that. I mean, having been up there several times, it hasn't been, it's been a few years since I've been up there several times, but some of the housing there was pretty derelict. It was horrible. And, and I hope that the new homes are in much better shape, and I believe they are. And so I say bravo to the city for assisting that, even though the development which was the impetus to really move that along, is not happening right now. So the city's not getting anything out of it. Um, I still say good for them. Mm
8: -hmm. And the the Mm -hmm. only other thing is the piece said that they relocated and they told the numbers of people that relocated and the number of people that still are in the Iowa City area, Mm -hmm. but it didn't say how affordable their new housing is. So whether that stipend they were given was adequate, uh, because most of these were immigrants from what I can understand from the article. And even though their old housing was uh, better than living under a bridge, um, where they moved to, can they afford that housing? Um, So that's the piece that I would like to see is these new places that they help them get into, how long can they afford them?
7: Well, there were, they were having meetings with the Center for Workers' Justice. Um, I think the last meeting was a few months ago, and I attended. And then nothing, nothing else happened. And then I sent an email on January to Sarah Barron to ask about that. When was the next meeting? And she's no longer with the Johnson County um, Coalition, so I don't know who's the new. Yeah. Well, I'll
8: be talking to Mazahar, and she's yeah. part of that. And um, I was also. And you, I, you asked me before if there were people that were, compl- and I am working on that so hopefully I'll have something to report at our next meeting.
1: Okay, if you want something specific on the agenda um, that we give can discuss ahead of time.
8: A, it's going to give me a while to get the information okay. that I need. But so I'm working on it. Okay.
0: Interestingly, as, as bad as Force View was, I mean the quality of the trailers, not the people, um, until you visit like Breckenridge or Re- Regency, you haven't seen anything. I mean, yeah, you know, we have very little to be proud of in this county for the way we let people live. Exactly. Any other comments on planning and zoning information? Seeing none. Is there a motion for adjournment? So moved. So moved. Motion by Townsend, second by Craig. Second. Discussion. All those in favor of adjournment, signify by saying aye. 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 Those opposed, signify by saying nay. Hearing no nays. The motion to adjournment is approved 6-0 and we're adjourned.